shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. Do you get what I'm saying? Is the warfare of um, of um, refusing um, thoughts that contradicts the ways of God. Praise God. Praise God. You know, um, the world has been designed to, to infest the heart with thoughts that contradict the ways of God. Do you get what I'm saying? It's, it's just the design of the world. Anywhere you go to, every, every single time you go somewhere, there will be something that will trigger unholy thoughts in your heart. It's just normal. Praise God. If you go to your workplace, some people would some, some actions will trigger unholy thoughts in your mind. If you go to on the street, you are driving on the road. Some people will trigger unholy thoughts in your mind. Praise God. I was driving one day and I was driving no more speed limit, but somebody was angry at the back because he wanted to speed past me. <laughs> and before you know it, I finally gave him a chance and he passed me boom and he called me, You can you go black man, you effing black man. <laughs> you know, the world is just normal that the world has been triggered. You know, in my heart, the thing wanted to rise up. Ah, what did I do to you? Then I realized that that's what the world has been designed to do, to trigger those things. Praise God. The world has been triggered to, um, to, to, to bring um, on, to make us feed on holy nature. Praise God. Praise on the Lord. Uh, we have been designed to, the world has been designed that there's food for unholy nature everywhere you go. So you will always be fed. The unholy laws inside us will always be fed. If we don't war against those things, that when those, when those unholy thoughts come, if you don't war against it, eh, you will submit to those thoughts and you will feed that nature. The nature that the Lord doesn't want to be fed will be fed because we don't fight. We don't war. Praise God. So the warfare is a warfare of, of thoughts and the mind. Praise God, where the thoughts and the mind will be infested. Is it, uh, you know, uh, it's it, about time that we'll get to that point where you are ready to, to lose friends to stay on the path of righteousness. Praise God. You must be, you must be okay being, being, seen as, um, being seen as weird. Praise God. Because to be very sincere, every single thought that the Bible um, projects before the eyes of every man is, um, every single thought that the Bible projects before the eyes of every man is, uh, what's it called, is, is contradictory to the, normal, to the norm of a normal man. Praise God. If, okay, it's contradictory to the norm of a normal man. When you see a normal man, eh? And you present the thoughts of the scriptures to him, is alien to him. Praise God. And for you to now look different, imagine you are among 10 people and only you, you are thinking a different thought from all the 10 people. Praise God. For you to be able to survive, to keep that thought, you have to fight a good fight. Praise God. You must fight a what? A good fight for you to keep that thought. Praise God. Hallelujah. No, in this world where everything has been so sexualized, where it looks as if if you are not participating in it, 
it looks as if you are weird, you are stupid, you are not enjoying yourself. Imagine you are around 10 people, even Christians. Praise God. Even Christians. Do you get what I'm saying? And these are the warfare that you will fight. Do you get what I'm saying? Imagine in a place where you believe that you need to be led and be sure about the kind of man you want to be in a relationship with. But among Christians, they are telling you that no, there's more to it that, you know, than just being, just being, do you get what I'm saying? That, or you believe in submitting your uh, things to spiritual leaders. And among your friends, huh? do you get what I'm saying? You are the only one that is keeping that thought. Do you get what I'm saying? You are the one that is keeping that thought of being led. Do you get what I'm saying? A time will come, you start asking yourself questions like, ah, maybe I'm being too extra. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? That every, uh, hell, hell is taking that thought away from you. That's a seed that is supposed to become a tree. That's a seed that's supposed to become a mighty nature inside you. That's a seed that's supposed to become an edifice in you and begin to actually um, impose, superimpose holy, holy things upon your heart. Do you get what I'm saying? When God puts seeds in your heart, that is when seed, when God puts seeds in your heart, He wants to water those seeds and water those seeds and water those seeds that the seed will become a, a, a tree inside you. Do you get what I'm saying? When it becomes a tree inside you, trees, it's trees that bear fruits, not seeds. Praise God. Hallelujah. So before those your friends around you begin to see fruits, do you get what I'm saying? And see the benefit of that seed you are keeping. You must hold on to that seed for a long time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because it takes time to bear fruit. And sometimes even you will start asking yourself questions that like, this seed that I'm holding on to, everybody does not believe in it, but it's not even showing forth. Hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Hmm. And you check it. I'm following God, but all my friends are in a relationship. I'm not in a relationship. And I'm still believing in leading. Yeah. <laughs> in leading. <laughs> Praise God. You want to be led. Yeah. I'm still holding on to leading. The Lord must lead me. Praise God. About all your friends are in a relationship. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Do you get what I'm saying? And you know, your, your friends are looking, uh, your friends are hanging around you. They are already in a relationship. They said they don't need to be led. They just need, they just need, they just need to like the guy. Do you get what I'm saying? But you, you want leading. And you are holding on to leading. You will like somebody, but you are not led. Then you decide not to date the person. Praise God. Because you are not being led. Praise God. It takes, it takes a lot. Praise God. It takes a lot to now keep that seed. But you know that a time will come. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Do you know that a time will come Huh? The time will come, that seed, that seed will bear fruit. But it takes time for a seed to bear fruit. That's why when God puts thoughts in our heart and puts revelational thoughts in our heart, it takes, we have to learn to keep thoughts and fight to hold on to thoughts. To rest and say, ah, even though there are some people that you've been holding those thoughts together before, they will drop the thoughts and you still be holding on to it. Yeah? Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of your friends will drop the thoughts. We are holding on to that thoughts together. It's a seed. Some of them will drop those thoughts and you will still have to hold on to the thoughts. Even when you are the only one holding on to that thought. Praise God. Hallelujah. Even when you are the only one holding on to that thought. I was telling some people recently, I said you should be ready to lose friends to keep the thoughts of God. 
to keep the ways of God and keep the, um, uh, the, 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 the perspective God has put in your heart. To hold on to it. Don't, don't, don't trade it. Be ready that if there's, there are people around you, be ready to be lonely. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. What did I say? Be ready to be lonely. A time will come if you look as if you are the only one following God. And when you are the only one following God, you now have to now narrow back down, not to the friends around you, not to the people around you. You narrow back down to the inner witness. You will trust it. That, that time will now come. You have to. The only, the only, there might be a time that the only witness you have around you is your inner witness. A time can come that time. Do you get what I'm saying? You are. To be very sincere, I won't lie to you. I've gone through it before. I've gone through it before. There was a time that um, I was doing something and it looks as if I was doing and the, the, the structure, the pattern I was going, going by it, it looks as if everybody felt like this guy is being too spiritual. Do you get what I'm saying? But I knew inside me, even people that were spiritual leaders felt like I was doing too much. Before that thing bore fruits and people could now trust what I was doing, it took time but I held on to it. I've gone through it before. A time can come, even the thing people around you will contradict, we will look as if that what you are carrying eh, is unreasonable and is not to be trusted. That's why right now this is time for you to trust inner witness well and understand the way only ghosts leads you. Because you must see the worst thing that can happen to a man is to doubt the way only ghosts leads him. You know, many of us are going through a lot of season right now. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Many of us are going through a season right now. And the, the only thing you can trust right now mm-hmm. is the witness inside you. Yes, What's that thing that is being witness inside you? Yes, that this path, I trust it. Praise God. Hallelujah. That, that, that time is coming. That the Bible says that. Hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's quickly go to Timothy. Was talking about um, it, may we um, the truth breakers? Um, what is it? Is it first Timothy or second? Yeah, in the last days, yeah, it's first Timothy. Um, please let me search for it. Second Timothy 3, right? Praise God. Uh, lovers of God, traitors. Yeah, let's verse one. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, we are getting to that time. How many of you? Okay, let me ask you a question. In your workplace, just in your workplace, how many of you feel lonely? 
about your Christian work in your workplace sometimes when you are there. You know you stay there for eight hours. I mean, how many people feel lonely? Praise God. From home. About people that work from home. Praise God. How many of you can be in the office and you know that the thoughts in your mind and the, and the resolves you have. Out of everybody in this office, you are the only one that has that resolve. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know that that time is increasing very soon. Yeah. That even in the church, praise God. Eh? Wow. Even in the church. Eh? This guy gave, um, I think it was Andrew Womack or something. He said the time will come that jesters will take over the altar. Wow. Praise God. That just has to take over the altar. So at the end of the day, you will realize that when, even in church, the time will come that you'll be carrying truth, but you will be in church. You look as if you are the only one carrying the truth. That time is coming, and it's already happening. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is this prophecy that brought to that was the verse it says Romans I was going Romans chapter seven and chapter eight. <laughs> Praise God until until my sister started interpreting tongue. You see, this is your fault. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Um, you see, um, let's go to Second Timothy chapter three. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own self. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Praise God. Without natural affection, that's the gay and the lesbian issue we have now. LGBTQ. This Bible has said it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Praise God. He said, without natural affection. Praise God. A, a guy falling in love with another guy or a girl falling in love with another girl is 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 a unnatural affection. I can't even believe. I can't. I can't imagine myself caressing most. Praise God. I can't imagine it. I don't know. It is well. I'm online now, do not. She come and carry me. I'm at home, come and beat me. Praise God. Without natural affection, truce breaker. Truce breaker and all like when you make truce with somebody, they all like you when you break covenant, you break trust and you don't you don't feel bad. Like it doesn't affect your conscience. It's not that you broke it by mistake. You you planned it and you broke it. And you don't feel bad about it. There will be men, there will be men like that. Women that conscience will have been seared. Praise God. And the problem is that he was talking to a church. He was talking to a pastor to go and tell his church. Right? He was admonishing Timothy, right? He wrote this thing to Timothy, a pastor, expecting him to teach his church. 
So don't think that you can't find things like this in church. In the last days, you'll see it in church. Well. And that's why we can't just afford, we can't afford in this generation to just, to just um, hold on to um, the, just the pattern of Christianity of I love Jesus, he loves me. Let's move ahead. Jesus is Lord. And you move on like that. No. Can I reverse and say to you? Those times, Satan has grown men above that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Satan has grown men above that. I mean, we can't, you can't, these days, God loves you, you love God is not enough. A man must see the need of his soul and see that it needs to be transformed. Praise God. Hallelujah. A time, I, this time has come that you can't just decide that, okay, you just want to do normal Christianity. It, this is a time where a man must hold on to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You must hold on to God. Like, hold on to God tight. Because the thoughts that are running the heart of men right now are thoughts that <laughs> um, are thoughts that it, it will take high um, ministration of life for you to rise above them. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many of us have actually hung out around unbelievers before and you look at it, they, they almost convince you. In the past, a Christian can be an unbeliever and you'll be convicted of the unbelievers there. Hmm. But the time has come, it looks as if a Christian is choked and an unbeliever. Yeah. Men are growing. Yeah. Satan is growing men. Yeah. Hmm. Praise God. Satan is growing men. So men are growing above the revelation we had 10 years ago. Hmm. They have arguments against it. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some men have arguments against 10 years ago revelation. So if you are not pressing into the spirit for you to be endowed in the knowledge of the spirit, the verse is there. Unrighteousness will outrun you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So Satan is not, play, is not playing, he's not resting. So we too we should not rest. If you have some people, if you have, you have friends that are refusing to walk with God, eh? and you still want to walk with God, can I very sincerely tell you, it's time that in your heart, if you, if you walk on it and you pray and they are refusing to actually continue on the journey, my brother and my sister, walk and continue going on your journey. Leave them behind. On judgment day, your friends will not stand with you. You will not say that you're trying to keep a friend. Eh? You will not say you're trying to keep a friend. That's why you stopped the journey of righteousness. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, you will not tell God that you're trying to keep a friend. That time is coming. The Bible says something that straight is the way, narrow is the gate. I mean, straight is the gate, narrow is the way, right? Have you ever seen a gate that is straight? Mm-hmm. Is that the gate is narrow? Right? Too, too tight for you to pass through. But how can the gate be straight? Praise God. Hallelujah. So you realize that that gate is actually a path. 
and narrow is the way too. It's still the same thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's a narrow path. He said only few finds it. Mm-hmm. So it's a lonely road. Yes. Bible was very clear about it. He said only few finds it. So you'll be shocked. You, you are hearing message of the kingdom and you look and see, how many people are hearing this thing? How come people are not hearing it? It's one thing. There was the only few. The fact that you have found it is, is mercy yes, that found sir. you. Yes, sir. Message of the kingdom, the Bible calls it costly pearls. Praise God. A wise man, he now said in the Bible, a wise man found it. He sold all that he has. Can you imagine? He now went to sell all that he has. Praise God. Now, when you see a pearl, unless you have shined the pearl, well, it doesn't look attractive at the beginning. Do you know what I mean? But a man that sees a pearl, even though he's not looking attractive at that point, if he knows what he truly is, do you get what I'm saying? One thing that he's going to do, he's ready to sell everything. Now, obviously, right now, we're not telling you to go and sell your car, sell your house, sell everything. Do you get what I'm saying? But there are things that you value inside you, your convictions. Do you get what I'm saying? Your idols. Things you have always desired to have. Bible says that for you to actually get caught, to actually get that costly pearls, you must let go of them. Some of us we have visions. We have visions of the kind of life we want to live. Praise God. Visions that God did not paint in our eyes. Praise God. Praise God. Visions that God did not paint in our eyes. Praise God. You've actually, we, we have planned out it in a certain way that we now feel anytime leading comes, that just look as if we want to touch that thing. There's a problem. Why do we disobey God? And let us ask questions. You know, let's discuss this thing. Why do we disobey God? If what God is saying, it's not affecting something you value. Will you disobey? So you see that the, every single disobedience is attached to an idol. Every single disobedience is attached to an idol somewhere. You know, they were talking about uh, in, in Nigeria, in Egypt, they were talking about some people that, that left, um, left the ministry and everything. Some people, because of the kind of man, they want to marry. Because they could not find that kind of person there, they could not stay under the world. Praise God. Let me tell you, let me tell you. You know, in that generation, they're always younger. Don't laugh too much. Praise God. So, there was one sister in her midst. 
We were brothers. They were brothers in thing. We were on fire for God. Your sister came to church. And the sister was not asking, where are the brothers? And I was single. <laughs> And you know, when you are checking yourself, you are single and somebody is asking, Where are the brothers? And you love the one thing. Where is the sister? On the Lord. Eh? That's why not. Isn't there a brother that is focused on the Lord that is supposed to like? Praise God. Praise God. Somebody wrote on Facebook one day. It's not that there's not like Christian game. Praise God. Somebody wrote on somebody wrote on Instagram one day. It's not that it's not it's not like Christian game. It's just that I'm waiting for Nicky Minaj to get bored. But check it, average guy, average Christian guy, check his heart. Check his heart. Let's, let's check the, the person's heart. What is, what is he holding on to that is making him not make decisions for God? You know, let me say something. I'm not shaking anybody. You know, sometimes when they lay out doctrine to you, eh, when they lay out doctrine to you, faith, hope, charity, the father, charity, and everything, when doctrines are being laid out to you, some of the reason why we are going to, some of us are afraid of the path is that, ah, so when I'm going to finish this thing, I'm going to do what we like to do. I'm actually out. Praise God. When does it end? <laughs> When this conformity thing, when this going to be so that I can do what I want to do. Praise God. Let's quickly finish this Christ thing. So that by the time we finish this Christ thing, here we are finishing it. We are now going to use that Christ. Praise God. We can now quickly go and use that Christ to do what I want to do. You can't, number one, once, you, once Christ is formed in you, you can't do whatever, unless you refuse, you will force, you, you, you decide to now, um, to, to, to superimpose Hebrew upon, upon Christ. You can't do what you want to do. That's actually what Christ is. Christ is that you cannot do what you want to do again. Praise God. So the time we come, we have to make decisions, and you have to, you have to, you have to weigh options well and count your costs for you to make a decision. It, ah, a man, a man of God said he married a lady of fifty something. Eh? He said if marrying will stop him from conforming, you rather not marry and state. Sometimes I, I respect that man because I know what a man without a woman feels, feels like. Mm. Praise mm. God. Mm. Praise God. It's even worse for a man. Mm. To be very sincere. But he purposes in his heart 
that if marrying will stop conformity, then you will not marry. You marry late. And it's not that there were no women around him. It's because he proposed in his heart that conformity is first. We must get to that point where nothing competes with formation inside us. And you know why? Satan will not come and fight things inside you. You will come and fight things. You will fight. I know Satan fought my career for a very long time because he wanted me to drop the word. Yes. Yes. No way, I'm not done. So when I, I did well in school, only for me to come here and struggle with an exam. And I, mm. I knew it's not me. Mm. Yes. Something mm. fought me. Yes, sir. Mm. Mm. A time came, I told him, I said, okay, if this it is letting this thing go, that will that will that will make me continue on this journey, I will let it go. The, the, the year I let it go, everything turned out. Yes, sir. Mm. I remember when I was um, in 2014, when Satan, when I started um, listening to all of righteousness, and Satan came to me and told, I said, for, for months, he would tell me, this message you are listening to, you will be poor. Mm. Yes. And he would keep telling me, for months, you will be poor, you will be poor, you will be poor. In time, as I remember the position I sat down in my room. Praise God. Are we, are we being blessed? Am I putting, yes. I'm not putting fear in your heart. Am I putting fear in your heart? Praise God. I was in my room. I remember the position I was sitting. I have an L-shaped table in my room. I was sitting at the middle of that L-shape, that corner of the L, with my chair there. I was, I was there, and the, the thought ravaged me, and ravaged me, and ravaged me, and ravaged me. And I stood up from my seat, and I said, okay, sit down. This morning you're even using to scare me. I don't want to take it. Do your worst. Sometimes it was so bad because I was afraid of poverty. Mm -hmm. Making simple financial decisions was a problem. Mm -hmm. Because there's a fear of poverty inside me so much. Mm -hmm. After that decision that I made that day, my mind opened up. Mm -hmm. Not quite long after my finances changed. Why? He was attacking those things to fight journey. A time has to come, we have to come to that point where we can lose anything to continue the journey. Praise God. When leading comes, there are things that fight leading, they are called idols. Praise God. And for a man to follow leading, he must have faith. It's faith that makes you stand in the midst of contradiction. Praise God. Faith makes you stand in the midst of contradiction. When thoughts of God are resting upon your heart and many things around you contradict that thought, you must believe that thoughts of God and believe it to the end and continue in it. Praise God. Continue in it. Continue in it, even though everything around you is saying something different. You must go. You see, the, the, what, the real warfare, the real fight, do you know what I'm saying? The real fight is continuing in that thought. That thought, which is a seed that the Lord has put in your heart. Praise God. And it's only one thought that you keep. 
there are many thoughts. Right? Praise God. Thoughts about your career. Thoughts about the way you respond to people. Thoughts about the way you live with people. Thoughts about the way you esteem others above yourself. Thoughts above how that. Praise God. Prefer others more than yourself. Do not seek preeminence. Do not seek to always be the one in front. You see, those thoughts contradict the thoughts of this world. Even those thoughts are invading the church now. What is the prayer of you go may you may you go ahead of your peers? What kind of prayer is that? <laughs> no, it's not in the scripture. No, it's not in the scripture. No, Daniel was wise. Was mine and more wiser than among his peers. And he was in Babylon. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the spirit of God was on him. Yes. Yeah, he was wise. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And it was even it was Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes, sir. Praise of the Lord. Yes, sir. Those were Israelites among mm-hmm. Babylon. Yes, sir. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And it's because of the spirit of God that was on them. Yes, sir. Obviously, there will be something different. Do you get what I'm saying? But why would I pray prayer that you are my peer and your peer? I want to go ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Is the spirit of this world bringing revelation to us? We don't know. Because that's the way the world thinks. The world competes with one another. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says that he that compares himself with another is not wise. Mm-hmm. You see how we contradict in the mean in the in the name of ambition and achieving things for God, we contradict scriptures. Yes, sir. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I should be praying. In fact, you know the real love, uh, charity work is that as I'm moving forward, I carry you along. Yes. You fall behind, I come back again, I carry you along. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Unless you refuse to move forward. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Yes. That's the nature of, of love. That's charity. Yes, and you don't just let your... You know, you know, Bible even, Peter now said, you know, you know how this charity alone. He said, let your charity be fervent. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be fervent? Be hot. When something is hot, it's unstoppable. Yes. That means many things will contradict that law work. But it just cannot stop you. Mm. Praise God. Wow. That's what it means to that's what fervent charity means. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, when you say something that is very fervent, it's moving at a very high speed. Anything you meet on the road, you close it. That's when your love is fervent. Praise God. And you know all these things. Imagine preeminence. Let's think about preeminence. You just, you just like being the one that everybody sees. Praise God. Mm-hmm. In church, you want to be the one to lead uh, song. You want to be the one to lead prayer. Mm-hmm. If they don't call you to lead prayer, you start feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. When they are thanking everybody and they don't forget, they forget to thank you, it's a problem. <coughs> you get offended, then you don't even notice my you don't even notice my work in this church. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you know preeminence can play out in many ways. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. The reason why somebody wants this wedding to meet Bella to show Bella my dad's house. <laughs> you want your wedding to stand out out of many weddings. That's why yes. you want it to make it to Bella and yeah. Because at the end of the day, there's only one important 
name it in that wedding. May you kiss your bride. So that's the that point that I join you husband and wife is the most important part of that day. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which you can do in your living room. It's not nice, sir. <laughs> Praise God. Jeez. Oh, is there a Praise God. Then, you see that you can't do that in your living room. It's coming up between you and God. <laughs> Praise God. So if we will do it on Sunday morning now. Before service starts, Pastor will join them together. They will wear wedding clothes. They will sit down in front. Pastor will join them after the service. service will start and they will move on. They are already married. Does it make less? They make, does it make them less married? No. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Now I'm not saying that big wedding or anything. My wedding was big, so don't worry. Yeah? Even though I wish that they gave me the money. Praise God. I wish I had the cash in my hands. Praise God. So I'm not a problem with big wedding, but some you check our hearts. Why do you want why do you want why do you want your children to go to a special type of school? Why do you want our children to um to to even even when your child starts growing up, you want him to pass in class. It's not because you want him to pass so that he can do well normally. You just want him to say your child took first out of many people. You see, how, you see, when you talk about your child, you say my child is in a, is in a, you know is in IT right now and he's the best in his class. You know, uh, I'm not going, I'm not being, I'm just telling you the grace of God. Upon you. I'm just, I'm just letting you know the grace of God. I'm not being proud. I'm not trying to announce myself. It's just the grace of God. It's your life, preeminence. You are showing yourself that you are better than many people. Praise God. See, you see, you see the world, you see what the world can paint before your eyes. Images, loves. You see that clap of hands. People clap. It feeds the nature inside. So for that just clap, for that clap of hands, so you can so people can break trust for it. Trust that so trust for that moment. So you can break trust, betray people. Falsify things, lie, wow. speak evil. <laughs> Just for that moment of clap of hand, you have done with it. Why? Before he got to that point, an image had been painted before him and he made covenant with that image. And the time we come, he will achieve that. And because of the unholiness in his heart, he can break anything to achieve it. Praise God. So you see that this world paints images before our eyes consistently. What you are going to do eh, is that anytime images are being painted, you will narrow back to your statement immediately to judge the image. Because your images are not bad. Do you get it? So images are not bad. You don't even look sinful. But you need to narrow back to your spirit man and see the source of that image. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Desiring to marry a beautiful wife is not a problem. It's not a sin. But anytime that image is painted in your eyes, what is what is feeding that image? Some people just the reason why you want to marry a beautiful wife in that sense. Is the fact that when they come into church, eyes be turned. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, guys, don't worry. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> you two, you know. 
<laughs> Praise God. There's a way you want to feel when you come in with your wife. The reason why some people cannot just buy any type of car and we just want to buy Benz or buy Audi. Yes, yeah? Some people can afford it and they buy it and God is not angry with them. But maybe it's just an image they have seen and they will do anything to get Audi or Benz. You see, some people, I see it in there, it's normal. See, when you can come into the church and you are, you just, when you are rolling that key, You are not looking at anybody. So I don't look and see you are you are making sure they see the key. But you are rolling the key and looking straight. You know people are looking. And you that image has been is not that day you did this is not the day the, the day the image was painted. You fought to achieve it because that image was painted a long time ago. So that image is there. When any leading contradicts that formation of that, you are achieving that image. What will happen? Disobedience will come. Mm. You will become comfortable disobeying God. Mm. Because of an image that has been painted before your eyes. How many of you have God painted an image in your eye before? Maybe your sister insulted you and the way God just decided to show you the ways you respond. Mm. The person has dealt with you so hard and the image God is showing before your eyes is of the sister. No force have hated that image before in our heart. Sometimes you just feel so angry inside you. So you see that that image God is painted contradicts laws that are inside. Because if laws that are inside don't contradict it, you will love what you are seeing. Praise God. So you see, you see that for a man to now fall in love with that image that God is painting, it takes fight. Because Satan will now put things around you eh? that will make you not submit to that image that God is painting before your eyes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Have you ever gone to apologize to a friend before? And somebody around you just tell you, why are you being stupid? Praise God. Hallelujah. Or you are at work, you are following all the rules at work. I'm experiencing that right now in my workplace. Like you want to be diligent at your workplace. And so people just laugh at you. Like, oh, why are you so serious? Mm. You want to follow all the principles. And so people just look at you like, ah, that there are ways around this thing. Just do this, just do this. So you can jump, you can jump step. Mm. Mm. But your conscience cannot take it. Mm. Because your conscience has been, has been purified. The mm. time will come, if you don't know how to hold on to those disciplines the Lord has given you, the time will come, you start falling off. Other things, those things that I said. Mm. Even though that principle God has taught you is a seed inside you that is supposed to grow and touch almost all every other area of your life, if you don't know how to fight, do you agree? Mm. You will drop that seed. You will drop that discipline and that principle God has taught you. So you notice that some people they were holding on to some discipline before. Do you get what I'm saying? And the time will come, we just tell you that it's not that serious. They dropped the seed. Something attacked them and they dropped the seed. Praise God. Hallelujah. May you not drop the seed God has put in you in Jesus' name. Can I be very sincere with you? Knowledge of Christ. Knowledge of Christ 
their seeds. Satan, don't let Satan talk you out of it. Because there are seeds that are waiting to bear fruit. At the beginning, when you are holding to those seeds, they don't bear fruit yet. It's a seed that needs to be watered. Praise God. And many times, because many things around you are not validating the seed. Many things around you are not validating the seed. You will be tempted to drop the seed. And you know, anybody that is worldly, eh? anybody that is worldly, pay more attention to fruit than seed. So when you are holding on to a seed and holding on to a thought, anybody that is looking at you feels like you are stupid and you are being excessive. Now, if you are if you are the kind of person that validates yourself by what people around you say, mm-hmm. you will drop seeds. Mm-hmm. Do you know that there are some things in your heart that only goes as put in your convictions? You, you and only goes have concluded it. Friends around you can just be talking, mm-hmm. and you begin to. You begin to doubt what will go last. You know what I do? I walk away. I don't care how close we are. I walk away from those friends. It's not that I will stop being their friend. In the time if they continue, I will stop being their friend. But in that cover, I walk away from that conversation. I don't stay there. Learn to protect seeds in you. Fight to protect seeds. Thoughts of God in you. Those thoughts that the Lord has injected in your heart. There are ladies here. Let me touch something. So I will really touch something. You know, there are ladies. You want to marry a guy that loves God. But a time can come, maybe because time is going. You start to define what it means. What a guy that loves God means. I can bet it that some of you are already you started to define something in your heart. If he's doing this, it's not that deep. If he's doing this, it's not that bad. I don't want to miss me. Maybe, maybe I'm judging him. I don't want to miss my husband. Can I be very sincere with you? One of the things that you used to judge, if a man loves God, do you love God? Do you feel like you love God? You want to follow God? You are following principles of God. A man that loves God will love that thing you have chosen. What did I say? A man that loves, see that lifestyle you have chosen, if he truly loves God, eh, he will fall in love with the life of God you have chosen. But you know, because of some pressures around you, something can happen. You might be, you want to be, maybe I'm too spiritual. Maybe I'm being too spiritual. You see that thought of maybe I'm being too spiritual is not from God. A guy that loves God, eh? a guy that loves God, even when you have been too spiritual, you will admire it. Even if he needs to correct it after, you will admire where that thing is coming from. That's why don't hide your principles. 
Any principle God has taught you, when you meet a guy, that's the time to mm-hmm. actually show it. Yeah. Don't be ashamed of the principles God has taught you. Mm-hmm. A man that does not be fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's the way to judge your fruit. A man should love your fruits. Any man that judges your fruit and tells you that you are doing too much, please stay away. Then I met my wife. There were some principles. <laughs> Sometimes my wife will not give ten percent title. What would give like extra? <laughs> Praise God. Extra percentage. <laughs> Praise God. Now, I mean, I had a different conviction about that. But that thing, that thing, I loved it. It's not a guy that will not come and tell you, ah, what's your own? You are doing too much. Ah. Who could give a God everything? Give me everything. <laughs> you see? Even if he has a different conviction, but he sees that you are doing it out of your love for God, he will admire it. Even if you will bring balance later, he will not talk you down. He will not try, he will not try to make you feel uncomfortable with principles, godly principles. Do you know what I'm saying? That's actually the way to decide to, when you are making decisions towards a man. Those are the things you will take for. Don't hide your fruits. Make it bare. The man that loves God will love godly fruits. You don't tell me that you love a man a man likes you and he loves God, and you're always particular about leading, and he tells you that you are, too, you are doing too much. If he loves God, he will be particular about leading. In fact, that's the only that should catch his attention. That, wow, this person wants to be led all the time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Those are things that we need to, you will need to look out for. When you are making decisions. Mm. The man that loves God will love your fruits. He will even seek that you bear more fruits. Yeah. That's why I, be, I believe in friendship a lot. Mm. Friendship in a way that it's not friendship that you'll be hanging out in places where you will be very cautious. I believe in friendship where friendship when there's no, nothing attached at the beginning. Mm. So that nobody's pretending. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Man, I believe that somebody you marry, you should be a friend for a year, six months, one year. In one year, no, I don't know how you can pretend. If you pretend one year, you are the devil. <laughs> That's the time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise on the Lord. Hallelujah. Aha. And when it comes to leading, let me say, let me say another thing. Don't worry, we can talk. When it comes to leading, one thing about leading is that. So if somebody comes to, if you, if you, uh, if you believe you are being led, eh? if you believe you are being led, I want to say what that looks a little, uh, a little controversial. That thing you call your leading, eh? is not enough. 
I shock you. Praise God. That thing you called your own leading is not enough. Because it still needs to be judged. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me teach you a wisdom. Praise God. Hallelujah. And it's not because now let, let me let me ask you, let me say something. You might uh, maybe you come to me and tell me uh, a guy is asking you and you you believe that he's leading to say no to the guy. Mm. It doesn't mean don't even even that leading too, you still need to judge it. Mm. It's not every time that you say yes that we need to judge leading. Because it looks as if you want to say yes, that's when you ask let me come and judge it from you. Mm. Even when you're about to say no. Let people judge it. Lead as long any leading should be judged. So leading, that thing you call your leading is not enough. There's something called judgments. Judgments that God has put around you. Your friend that you listen to the same kind of message. That you believe the same kind of thing. Bring it to the person. What do you think about this leading? After you come to that your friend, you can filter it out. Take it for that. A friend of yours that you think is more spiritual than you, take it to the person. You want to ask questions? Yeah, ask a question. Just, I just want to ask in a specific way, like, the friend that you meet, is it not also the thing that you still But imagine, you are emotional. The person is not emotional. Mm-hmm. Your emotions are tied to it. That your friend, emotion is not tied to it. Unless the person is cheap, already cheaping for the person that is cheaping. I'm actually now. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. The person's emotion is not attached to it. Do you know what I'm saying? So that means the person has a clearer judgment than you. Do you know what I'm saying? Aha. Go to somebody that is even more spiritual than you, that does not have any bias, that is neutral. Do you know what I'm saying? Ask questions. Take it to spiritual leaders. Let them judge it. By the time you've gone through those kind of scrutiny, you will have filtered the reading where. Why do we think that we tell people wait? Wait for a year, wait for two years. Why do we tell people to wait? It's because that reading must be filtered through a lot of leading, a lot of uh, judgments, a lot of situations. When the reading still stands, after all those things, then we can trust that reading. Satan is not patient. Yes, sir. If it's Satan, within a short time, you'll start reacting. Yes. Yes. Praise God. So, when we tell you that submit your leading to one another, submit to one another, submit to one another, submit to spiritual leaders, it's not because you want spiritual leaders to impose things on you. No. Any spiritual idea that is by imposing things on you is evil. No spiritual leader should superimpose things on anybody. What spiritual leader are supposed to do is to enlighten you enough to follow leading. I should not even make you doubt the way you hear the Holy Ghost. I should enlighten you enough to trust leading. I should be able to teach and teach and teach to a point where you just you can follow leading and trust leading. Hmm. That's the job of a spiritual leader. Hmm. Even if I will have to tell you what to do, I still have to explain why I'm telling you that. For you to be enlightened enough that when you are making that decision, it's because you are you, you are making decision out of a conviction. Praise God. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Have I said something to people today? Yes, sir. Have you been, have you been advised? Yes, sir. You've learned? Yes, sir. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God, the Lord. So you wondering, you wondering some things like, why do people miss it? Why do people miss it? You will follow God's principle, not miss it. Praise God. You will not miss it. Somebody asked me a question recently. Let me answer that question. The person said, uh, maybe after you have been led today, and two of you are in a relationship, and two of you are in a relationship, uh, does, and does it mean that and that leading can change. Let me answer that question. Praise God. I feel like I need to stay here. That's why. Don't feel uncomfortable with what I'm saying. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me ask you a question. Let's say me and you are dating. Yeah? I'm following God. While we are dating, we've been following God together. While we are dating, you decide not to follow God again. Are we supposed to continue that relationship? Did you hear God? Did I hear God? Because that leading God change. But you are not following God again. That's in that leading has changed at that moment. Do you understand what I'm So don't get stuck. Praise God. Praise God. Don't get stuck because the Lord spoke to you. When the person that you are not in a relationship with now start misbehaving, you still want to hold on to the fact that because you get going, you must marry him. You are in trouble. That's why I don't believe in the idea of them. Um, there's one man for you. You know, there's a type of man for you. Not one specific man for you. There's a manner of man that fits into your purpose. Praise God. Praise God. There's a, there's a, manner, of, there's a manner of man that fits into your purpose. Praise God. And many people can fit into that, into that manner. That's why when they were giving prophecy about the person that would give birth to Jesus, they did not say merely would give birth, they say a virgin. Mm. It's the virgin that fits that, that uh, structure that they get put the seed of Christ inside. Praise God. Aha. Uh-huh. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So don't get stuck on the fact that ah, they don't let me to this man. If I don't marry him, then I'm not married, I'm not, I will not marry him. It's a lie. God will grace another man. Praise God. What did I say? God what? Raise another man. Praise God. Praise God. God can what? Raise another man. So don't be stuck on it. And another thing, what I, one thing I see around this area is fear. A lot of fear. Praise God. I see a lot of fear around this thing. Don't let fear. Dictate, dictate, don't let fear lead you or dictate the way you respond to lead it. Praise God. So there's a lot of fear around it. If I don't, ah, if I don't keep this guy right now, maybe I need to 29 before I meet another guy. What if? What if? Some of you think say, no, no, it's a lie, not take that long. What if it takes that long? <laughs> Praise God. And if you feel like you have made mistakes in the past, repent. God has forgiven you. Forget it. 
continue following God. Let's go back to the scriptures. Admonition <laughs> done. Praise God. So, like I said, be ready. In this, in this time, a lot of things will come and fight seeds inside you. Men of God will disappoint you. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, men of God will disappoint you. So if your spiritual work is tied to a man of God, you are done. Praise God. Aha. I'm just, I'm just letting you know now. You know, sometimes things that happen in the body these days, they look very weird. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you stop following God. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So, if I disappoint you one day, sorry. don't move on. <laughs> Praise God. What did I say? Just move on. Just move on, no. Uh-huh. Because I'm, I'm not infallible. Don't worry. I'm not, I'm not trying to talk less of myself. I'm just telling you, letting you know the way your heart should be arranged. Praise God. Let's go back. Praise God. Um, this um, uh, verse 3, without natural affection, truth breaker, false accuser, incontinent, fierce, despiser of those things that are good. Praise God. Praise God. Despiser of what? Those things that are good. The things of God are good. But the time we come, men will despise things that are good. Praise God. Praise God. Men will come that will despise things that are good. So, and you know, you know, um, one of the worst things eh, that a man will experience is when you are around um, scorners. Everybody say scorners. Scorners are men that things that are holy, they make, they, they make, um, Make uh, this do more. Yes, more kids of holy things. Let me share something with you. Um, a guy was in a business with like four people, and the business started growing. So the Lord started leading me that I should sell his shares in that company and move on. And he went to meet a spiritual leader. And the spiritual leader said, I can never be the Holy Ghost. <laughs> not knowing. He said, you know, not knowing that that business was about to die. Mm-hmm. Holy Ghost. The scripture that the person even used was that uh, you will not sow and another will not, another shall not eat of it. You will sow and another shall not eat of it. That was the scripture he used. Praise God. So you see that only leading of the spirit because of gain. Because of gain. Because of gain. So people can make um, uh, what is it? Can despise things that are good because of gain. Good thing is not because it looks good to all every man. 
Anything God reveals to you is good. And some men can despise it. This is a time of warfare. And your warfare is to hold on to things. Praise God. That are holy. A man should be able to fight war to hold on to holy things. Praise God. He said, lovers of things that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a what? Form of godliness. Praise God. Let's explain this form of godliness. Having a form of godliness. A character that looks like godliness. Can I very sincere with you? It's not a gentleman and a man that looks humble that is humble. Mm-hmm. I've come to that conclusion that it's only God that knows who is humble. Yes. Because who is humble? A man that is totally it's true. It's true. It's only God that knows who is humble. I've been in a place before that after teaching, I thought this person just kept quiet. Because He's learning and absorbing everything that is being said. Yeah. Only for the Bible story to finish, when you say all those things we were saying, I knew them. I just didn't talk. <laughs> Praise God. So it's not every quiet person that is a humble. Even though humble people, humble people generally, humble people are slow to speak. Naturally, if you are humble, you'll be slow to speak. Do you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't mean that you can't be playful. An humble person can be very playful, and an humble person can be less play- playful. It can be two extremes. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's only God that knows who is humble. Who is a humble man? A man that feels that he is nothing without God is a humble man. It's not that he's saying it that I'm nothing without God. It's not by saying it. In your action, you have concluded that you are nothing without God. That's humility. And you can't, you have to discern that to people. So having a form of godliness, but denying what? The power thereof. For you to have a form of godliness, you must recognize God as well. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're talking to Christians. But denying it, what is the power thereof? There's a power that transforms. Mm-hmm. But a man can deny it. Mm-hmm. A man can deny or refuse the transformative power of God. Praise God. When God brings thoughts to you and gives instructions to you, and you do not respond to the thought, you are denying the power thereof. Because anytime you respond to God's thought and you act it out, you are letting the power find the walk in you. Praise God. So the essence of leading. Is for you to be transformed. Living is power. Praise God. But it takes power to be led. And, this, and that, what, that power is called faith. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Have you been form of godliness but denying the what? What time has not gone? Because this way I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> Praise God. Actually, I didn't know that chop 30 was almost 30. Praise God. I don't know what form of godliness, but what? Denying the power. There's a power that transforms. The man can deny it. When leading comes, when thoughts of righteousness come, when righteous thoughts come to you and you refuse to respond to them, you are denying power. Praise God. Praise on the Lord. Praise God. Um, such, he said, having a form of godliness, denying the power thereof, what is the structure you now give after? Let's look at the scripture, please, please, please. Um, verse, verse 5. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5. It says something that I want us to see. I'm in the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. Praise God. From what? From such, what do you do? You turn away. Please, don't be afraid of loneliness. Don't be afraid of loneliness. Let me say from such, turn away. Verse 7, now describe them again. Verse 7, ever learning. Praise God. Ever what? And never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Why, why, is, it, why is it that a man can be ever learning? And not being able to come to the knowledge of the truth. John 8 says it. If ye continue in my word, ye are my disciples indeed, then ye shall know the truth. So if you are always guarding knowledge and not responding to knowledge, if you are always guarding revelation and not responding to revelation, you will never come to knowledge of the truth. Because you have to continue in his word. When you continue in his word, you are going to end up at a place. It's called truth. What is truth? Truth is the point to get to where you have come to a resolve concerning something. Do you know what I mean? When you come to a resolve concerning something, that nothing else can change your mind about it. You don't get there in one day. You have to continue in the world. How do you continue in the world? As revelations are coming, you are responding. As revelations are coming, you are responding. As thoughts of righteousness are coming, you are responding. As readings are coming, you are responding. Something is being happening to you. The Lord is painting an image in your heart. That image is the kind of man you should be. Praise God. You know what we teach here? Please, I want to say something. Life meeting is not a place for you to just be guarding revelation. Do you know how I know those that have been blessed here? Really, really. When they narrow more to the lifestyle than the concept of life meeting. When, when I see somebody is more concerned about the lifestyle, hmm? the lifestyle that is being talked here, and you are narrowing down to the lifestyle, no, I know you are being blessed. You know, when friends are gathering, you know, they are gathering in one special place and they are hearing something that maybe many people are not hearing. You know, there's one feeling that that can be there. That feeling is no good. Praise God. You should know if, if because you are hearing something that maybe someone around you does not know, does not make you better than the person. And the person around you, nobody around you should make you feel Ew. that way around you. Yes, sir. Hi. In fact, when you are around people, they should not they should not sense the fact that you feel like you know more than them. 
Last one. Let's go. You know what blessings you do know? When they see your face, they will ask you, what are you learning? What is teaching you? Uh, that testimony is full of the after school of spirit. Somebody gave me that testimony. It's one of our, one of our people here sent the person a text. Just sent the person a text. person had to call me that. Did this person go to a tower? That's proof. person does not need to know about life is person just saw the truth. Narrow down to the life more. <coughs> I want to see the life at work. You can't, we can't be teaching revelation all the time. Eh? And you are not responding. You don't even as if you have not heard anything, but you have a you can share it. But when you start to make decisions, they don't, those revelations does not infiltrate your decision. Then you are not changing. I, I don't care about the revelations you have. When you are around elders, elders don't, they, elders don't look for revelations are you. You think we are uh, elders, we'll be looking for elders. Talk from now to tomorrow, they are still looking at you. Yeah, they are waiting. They are waiting. Yes. They don't, oh, I've been around elders several times. Yes, yes, sir. Oh, man, I was around one, some elders recently. One, one, recently. Mm -hmm. no. I was around some elders recently. We, we finished talking, 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 you know. No, you know, because I'm minister, they are ministers. So we're just talking, talking. They were blessed. Then, I think they wanted to test me. They said, ah. Next time you come around us, we will give you two hours to teach. I said, sir, when I'm around, you want to learn. Mm. You know that I want to teach. The man looked at me, he shook his head. Wow. What they are looking for is not that you are sharing. Even though after what we have shared left together, we are still through the test. You see, the rest, that response is what they are looking for. Mm. That response validates your revelation. Yes, sir. That response is what now validates all the revelation you have been talking. Forget it. If they put that test to you and you fail, all your revelation has become useless. Praise God. Praise God. And you know we young people, we are very quick. We are quick to share it. If you are around elders, can you be more quiet? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Because they are seeing you. Praise God. Ever learning, never coming to the knowledge of the truth. So a man can be learning, gathering knowledge. But he does not come. If a man, you can't come to truth is a resolve. And every result will affect every decision you make in your life. Praise God. So when you have to, ever, you have to continue in the word. Continuing the word is not that you are reading your Bible or you are always listening to messages. I always tell people, when you are listening to messages, I don't care if you are, if you want to listen to messages, if you listen to 10 messages in a week and none has affected your life, you have not listened to anything. But if you listen to two and you listen to each word, you have an understanding and you can apply it to your life, you have been blessed. It's not a multitude of my knowledge of a message you are listening to. It's a multitude of understanding. Mm -hmm. It must be moving from understanding to understanding, mm -hmm. not from gathering revelation to revelation. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Somebody came to me and said, Hi, there are plenty of messages. These messages, we don't even keep up. We can't keep up. Mm -hmm. I said, Listen to the ones you can listen to. Mm -hmm. If you listen to two in a week and you listen well, I prefer that. Mm 
to you listening to everything and you've not gained you've not gained anything. Me that I'm teaching you. I have one I, I have one message I've been listening to for the past three days. I just finished it last night. Because I was listening to it well. Mm-hmm. And drink the message well. Yes, sir. Yes. And I drink you drink message. Yes. You eat it. It's not that you're not listening to messages. Ah, you know, you know there's this satisfaction about me. I listen to yeah. two messages, three messages this week. Yeah. I just feel very satisfied. Yeah. You feel like you're spiritual. Mm-hmm. Let the devil test you. The proof yes. of it is that when the devil comes to test you, mm-hmm. your response determines if you're really, if you have really, really listened or not. Mm-hmm. You think we are joking? It's not a joke. This thing is a beauty. Mm-hmm. It's not a joke. It's called building. They are building you. And building takes process. When you make, you don't make gold, you don't make gold with that. With, uh, with, you don't make gold under the sun. It's called you make gold under a fairy furnace. You push it. You push. You bring the gold out. You hit it. Hit the door. You push it back into the fire. When gold comes and it starts reflecting all over the room and it starts shining, you don't know what it went through. Praise God. Mm. The same we say it shall be unto them like a refiner's fire. You will sit on them like a fuller soap. Mm. Malachi 3. This thing is not a joke. See, can I very sincere with you? Don't go out there and start looking at ah, man, this man behaving. How come God is behaving like that? You are already doubting the seed. Praise God. You already what? Doubting the seed. How come nobody behaves like that? Hey, hey, me I'm always concerned about living. And some people, it's not everybody that is like that. Why am I all different? It's not your business. No, 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 no. You have the seed that should be protected. It can't become that seed will bear witness. Everybody will now see that car that should have followed the day. Praise God. Praise God. Verse 7, never learn, never come to Okay, never come to come the of the truth. Praise God. Now let's go back to um, Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. Praise God. So, in this generation, we need, like, it's time to make a decision to follow God regardless. Praise God. That decision to follow God. Follow God where? Following God is not going to church or coming for life music. Following God is responding to the truth of His word. If you leave that until today, yeah, and I hear outside, and you are still following God, and following God where? I will feel so much joy inside me than you have been in life with. And I still have a problem with you. Praise God. So it's not about the church you attend or the meeting you attend. It's not about the gathering you attend or the conference you attend. It's about the life you live. You want to see more life. I don't want to talk about your church. I want to see the life. Your life should point me to that church. Some of, some of us, some of you will not come to our church because of us. Mm. 
What does it mean to make covenant? I explained this last time. Praise God. If you really, if you were here or you tuned in online, I'm sure you know what I'm saying. When you want to, like, if I want to make a contract with you now, eh? I'll write it in the book. Eh? As long as I have not signed that book, it's not yet a, a contract. It's not yet a covenant. But whatever is written in there is called a testament or a testimony, right? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? That's a testimony. Do you get it? Whatever is written here is a statement of testimony. You can you can write your, you can present your testimony before that, that when they say present your present your testimony is what has been written out there, your testimony. When I sign on it and I agree to do whatever is written there, it has become what a covenant. I cannot decide not to go back. Do you get it? So, where's the Bible? This is called testament. Eh? Praise God. Every testament is a potential covenant. Every single time I study this scripture and the testament is revealed to me, and I do it, I have caught covenant with it. Do you get what I'm And I decide to do it, that means I have caught an agreement. And when you keep on cutting agreement, you don't, you don't have the right to turn back. That's why the Bible says, anybody that turns back, they say, my soul, you won't be happy with him. Because you broke covenant. Now, every single thought Satan brings to our heart, anytime we do it, we have cut covenant with it. Anytime we want to cut, we want to break that covenant, Satan will react. So you think this journey of warfare, you think it's just simple. You are breaking covenant. You think Satan will not react? You are breaking covenant with hell and death, sin and death, because they have led us over time. They have taught us over time. That means that we walk according to the course of this world. It's over time. Let's quickly go to First Corinthians chapter twelve. Um, is it chapter twelve or chapter four? What are you talking about? The gifts of the spirit. Um, let me just open it. Is it twelve? Yes. First Corinthians twelve. I just want those to look at it again. You see that everything about our journey is leading. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me read from verse 1. Now, concerning spiritual gift, brethren, I would not uh, that you have ignorance. Ye know that ye were Gentiles, carried away, what? Even as ye were, what? Praise God. So everybody has been led. Mm. <coughs> Praise God. Mm. Everybody has what? Mm. So, and when you were when you were led, you were led away from God. Mm. So for us to come back to God, won't you be led? Mm. I mean, why do you want to? Why were you led? You were led away from God for years, and now you just think that because you just mm. say I believe in Jesus, you just believe that now you are back fully in God. Now you are in God. But it doesn't mean the reality of being in God is what God wants to see. When God created, ah, let me say this thing. When God created man, praise God. Ah. When God created man, the type of man that God created is not a confessing man. Adam wasn't kind of confessing. He was living. So, after you got born again and you learned how to confess, doesn't mean that you are born in there. That confession should become a reality. It should become a lifestyle. 
If you are still at confession, you have not finished the journey. Praise God. And for you to know, for you to become living, you must be led. A man, any man that is being led is one that is living. You don't start living unless you are being led. To be living means to be advancing in life, to be increasing in life, to be responding to life. When you say a man is alive, it's because he can respond to God. So you can be alive and you might not be living. But you should be alive and also living. Praise God. Do you understand what I just said? Mm-hmm. You should be alive. And not just alive to God. Because then you got born again, you are alive to God. Mm-hmm. But you should not just stay there. You should be yielding to God. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Being alive gives you capacity to yield to God. But it doesn't mean that you yield. So you need to not go and yield to God. Praise God. How, does you, how do you yield to God? By yielding to righteousness. Romans chapter 6. Any doctrine of righteousness that comes to your heart. Can I embrace yourself? The essence of doctrine. Oh, so many things are coming up. Praise God. When God created man, eh? I said God didn't create the confessing man. A living man. He's not the man that his spirit, spirit man alone was quickened. It's not his spirit man that was quickened. Soul was quickened. Body was quickened. So Adam was living the life of God. Naturally. Praise God. So the day you got born again, eh? That man is not complete yet. Complete man is a man that spirit has been quickened, soul has been quickened, body has been quickened. Praise God. So when you say a man, a man is not just spirit alone. God created man in his own image and likeness. He now did what? He now formed man. Praise God. He could have stopped at creation. But he did what? He formed man. So the day you got born again, the Bible says, if a man be a, 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 if a man be um being Christ is a new what? Creation. Right? Yes, sir. But Romans now taught us, be it transformed. So you don't stop at being created. Make sure you are transformed. Because God didn't just create, he formed. So the essence of the renewing of the mind is for you to be formed. And renewing of the mind is not just changing your mindset because you read the Bible. You know you can read the Bible and change your mindset. It doesn't mean that you will live out that mindset. So renewing of mind is more than changing your mindset. That changing of mindset, you must obey it. That's when that means that you are now transformed. And how did I know that? He said, so that you might know that which is the good, acceptable and perfect will of God, right? We don't show you will of God without and you don't want to do it. If you don't do it, you will not enter the kingdom. Not everybody that says to me, Lord, 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 you enter into my kingdom. For those that want to do my will. So you can, you can see the will and not do the will. The ones that enter the kingdom is the ones that do the will. Praise God. Are we blessed? Yes, sir. Are we blessed? Yes, sir. Please, I'm not, it's not that I'm just a revelation today. You are seeing a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You are seeing a life that you can respond to. That when you live it out, men can see the good works. When the Bible says the men shall see your good works, it's not that they say that what you are doing eh, is what has been worked inside you. Those are the good works. Obviously, you are doing something for men to see it. But it's not because somebody can be doing it, but it doesn't mean that it's a work inside you. Some things can just be immoral. Subject that person to pressure. You know that that moral will not stand. But when something is in nature, when it's in nature, putting under pressure. 
What that pressure will do is that that nature will just find more expression. Mm. The man that speak and that patience has become a law inside him or a nature inside him, put him under pressure, he will just realize that he has more patience. It's because it's the nature. What fire does is that it refines what is inside you. Mm. If it's evil that is inside you, fire will quickly move. But when they put you through fire, do you get what I'm saying? When they put you through fire, do you get? And you respond to the word of God, and it's the word of God that is dwelling in you. It will only make the word of God more what? More expressive. Praise God. Tadijio said something. He said, anointing will expand anything that is inside you. Can you lay my hands on you? Eh? And it's stealing that is inside you to, to increase, you'll be stealing more. So when when you want to lay hands on you, just make sure that you have dealt with many things in your life. Praise God. And it's true. Have you seen some people that they were just they looked that they were good until they became anointed? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's not don't let your transformation end your spirit man. Let soul respond to God. Leave. Praise God. Everybody say leave. Leave. When you leave, all men will see your good work and you will point men to God. Ah, I can't finish this thing today. But you can see that everybody has been led. So for you to now be led back, for you to now go back to God in the reality of a man being with God. The reality, not confession. The reality, you are living the life of the presence. You must be led. You must be led. And leading contradicts everything this world teaches. If you are not doing things that this world that contradicts this world, probably leading has not started. Because every single leading will fight flesh. Praise God. Every single leading will fight flesh. A man should be okay with leading. Comfortable with leading. And for leading, and every single time leading is coming, so what you stand against leading is your idol. Idols. Ah, idols. Idols always stand against leading. That means every time you are being dead and something is standing against leading, it's time to fight a good fight. Sometimes you need to pray yourself into obedience. There's something inside you that does not want to obey. You pray. That's the prophecy that came to me. You pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. When you are fully purified, you become a bride. That's why he said, he said, oh, God, your wife. Eh? And Jesus Christ loved you. And has washed in by and, and by the uh, washed her by what? Washing of the water by what? By the word. So the church is not is not purified yet. The job of Christ is to wash the church. See, so the bride is not the day you got born again. The bride is a person that has been washed. The process of being purified, the process of being washed, is the process of being prepared. Is the process of preparing the bride. Praise God. You have a question? Okay. That's the process of preparing the bride. The process of being washed is the process of what? Preparing the bride. How many of us want to become a bride of Christ? Then respond to needing. 
Praise God. Respond to leading. When the Lord starts leading you in an area of your life, start leading in an area of your life, He doesn't just want to just lead you. He wants you to get to the point where that thing becomes a nature. That even when you want to act otherwise, you can't act otherwise. Because it has become a nature. Long suffering should be a nature. Love should be a nature. Peace, gentleness. Patience should be a nature. But they have to come and teach you and teach you. And as a response to teaching, is because you have been transformed. Those things are becoming fruits in you. They are no longer seeds anymore. They are becoming fruits. They are becoming fruits. They are becoming fruits. It will become, you will be an edifice of fruits. Ah, we will bear fruit in Jesus' name. I think I need to end here. Praise God. Can we begin to thank God? Can we just thank God for today? How many of us have been blessed? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, manakali anda kabana. Elebestovana paraka susu vederkeli oranda. Oh, manakush tavanda baraste vezena. Elenekita bar gezoshti. Oh, who responds to God? Can you begin to pray for yourself? That your heart will yield to God. Let's begin to pray ourselves that our heart will yield to God. La manekete bragadesh to Franda. Lembrasto bezet kelika baka ligabanda barasta. Elemenasto vadif redish to Franda. Brati bragadosh to Franda. Mambro sufragadek and tambragadosh to Franda. Nenemunumunikada barakadiki libosa branda kiliata kabash. Reke sufranda galagadash to Franda. Lenon sufranda. Father, help us, Lord. Help ourselves, help us with you to you. In Jesus' name. I, I, I perceive some of us are in the warfare right now, like you are, you are at the point of making decisions. Praise God. Can you make decisions for God? Let, be, let it be the one that really goes put in your heart that you do. Not the one that your friends or your neighbor or somebody that does not really know God puts in your heart. Let it be God. Praise God. Respect you to the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost knows you better than you know yourself. Father, mm-hmm. we thank you for this morning. For this afternoon, we give praise to you, Lord. Let your name be glorified in life in Jesus' mighty name. Ah, Father, Lord, we will not, even in this perilous time, Lord, Father, we will fight a good fight. We will fight the war. Father, we will overcome in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we will not disappoint you. Your grace will rest upon us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, everybody that is online. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim. Shine for you.